Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want to help you feel confident in your role of raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Joshua Humpa. I'm the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God for the past six years and parent of two spectacular kids. I want to invite you right now to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be the first to get brand new content when it comes out. The Confident Parent comes out on the second Wednesday of every month. If you've been enjoying this podcast, would you please rate us with a five-star rating? And while you listen to this episode, if there's anybody that's in your life that you think would really benefit from hearing this, go ahead and share this with them. In this episode, we're going to explore the importance of church activities and trips and how these can be defining moments for your kid's spiritual journey. We'll learn how these can be good for you and your child and to help you feel confident in that you got this. Hey there, parents. Uh, This is a very special episode. We are on location at Spencer Lake Christian Camp, and I have with me a very awesome guy, somebody that has just really helped me as a kids pastor in the Wisconsin district. We have the Wisconsin Northern Michigan Network Discipleship Director with an emphasis on kids, Mark Kilcoin. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Hey, Josh. It's good to be here, and it's good to be talking to you and the parents that are listening. Uh, I wish it was a video podcast so they could see the beautiful location here at Spencer Lake, but we'll yeah. just describe to them how great <laughs> oh, it looks. Oh, it's gorgeous. The lake is just flowing beautifully. <clears throat> the wind is flowing through my hair, yeah. my beautiful locks right now. We had a double rainbow the other night, so that <laughs> was did. beautiful. It was, Of course, you had to have a storm to have the rainbow, but it was beautiful. Yeah, but it turned out to be a good night. Um, yes. So we are tucked away in a closet at the camp. There's uh, almost 600 kids right now at the camp, right? Yes, yeah, like 600 third through sixth graders. Can you imagine? Wild times. Yeah. We are sleeping good at night. <laughs> yes, we so are. So if you hear some kids or slamming doors in the background, it's because we are on location. We are at Spencer Lake right now. So Mark, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What's your role like? What's your yeah. family? Who's your family? Yeah. So I think since I was in high school, I knew that I wanted to work with kids and I wanted to... Uh, in some way influence kids and, and families and uh, direct worked through college to to that end and I've been a children I was a children's pastor for 20 years I was in Illinois for 20 or 10 years and I was in I came back to Wisconsin my home uh, area born in Wisconsin and I was a children's pastor in Janesville for 10 years and then uh, 11 years ago, I came here to the district office, and uh, my specialty is working with kids. And so I direct all of our kids' camps, uh, Kids Blast, um, anything that has to do with kids, I do that. But I also do some other stuff with pastors in our network. And um, the one thing, I, when I came to the district office, I knew that I was not going to lose touch with working with kids. So that's what I do. Yeah. And I just, I can say from firsthand with working under Mark, that he is somebody that really empowers and enables uh, kids pastors and is there for them and really appreciate Mark, all that you do. You're a good dude. Yeah. Cool. Tell us about your family. Yeah, so I have uh, I have two children, uh, Mark, John, and Anna Grace. Mark is in college, and uh, he's going, getting ready to go back to college here in a couple of weeks, going to Virginia. And uh, my daughter is a senior in high school. Uh, love them both. My wife Deb uh, met her in, through Children's Ministries. And, oh wow! Yeah, and, 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 and it's kind of a miracle that we had two kids. We were told we couldn't have kids. Wow! And uh, God blessed us with two, with two great kids. Uh, God. It took That's a number cool. of years, but we. God made it happen. Yeah. You know, one thing, just the total side note, I mean, 
I've heard more than ever now, more now than I've ever before, just that same scenario that people have tried to have babies and God provides. And so if you're listening and you haven't had a baby yet, keep praying because yes. yep. God keep can praying. work. Yeah, we, we prayed for six years wow. and uh, <clears throat> God provided. Yeah, I'm sure by year four, you're like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We were, we were looking to maybe to adopt and that's still possible. We were talking about just adoption. Oh, I shouldn't probably say this publicly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, we were looking to adopt, and uh, we said by this date, I, I kind of gave Deb a date and yeah. said by this date we we and then by that date it would happen. Wow! Yeah, so what a cool, cool story. That's cool. Well, I have Mark here with me today because we're going to talk about the importance of sending our kids to these uh, church activities and overnight trips and these camps, and just how big of a role that they can play in your child's spiritual development. Uh, and so we have a whole bunch of different kinds of parents. We got the parents that. They are happy to send their kids away to any church activity that they can. There's others that are super nervous to send their kids yeah. away. And we totally understand that. And Mark, yeah. you've had kids that oh, have yeah. gone off to these events. Um, you run them, so you've seen the full spectrum. Yeah. Mark, can you tell us why are these why do we even do these things? Yeah. So I think the primary thing is one, we recognize that uh, as church leaders, we we are there to partner with parents and to help them disciple their kids, help them um, in raising their kids, in to introducing them to Christ, and so we're we're a partner with them. And we recognize that when we do these events, we we kind of put on some big events that uh, as individuals we wouldn't be able to do by ourselves. But we're able to bring kids from all over all over the state, all over the Midwest region, really, and they come together and they meet kids of like mind. You know, there are some kids that come from a small church and they never see a thousand kids, yeah. you know, praising and worshiping God. And all of a sudden they see kids that are just like them right. that are worshiping God. They might be the only Christian they know in their grade, in their community. Yeah. And so now they get to uh, fellowship with other kids. And and in the, in a sense, what kind of happens is they, they meet kids that um, they, they'll come back to camp every single year and, and, and have a, a bond and a friendship with them. The other thing that is really kind of pretty special about it is as a kid, Kids leader, a lot of times, you know, I'd have kids come to my kids' church, and they'd come on Sunday morning. They'd be rested, and they'd be there for an hour, an hour and a half. Then they'd go home, you know. And I only saw them in that environment. But when I when they come to camp, I see them in all kinds of environments. I see them at lunch. I see them at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, at late at night, I see them trying to learn a new skill. Maybe uh, trying to do the pass the swim test. Yeah, you know, I get I get to spend more time with them in one week at camp than sometimes I do all year. And I actually develop a, a stronger bond and friendship with them. And it's, so that that's one of the greatest benefits of camp as a leader is that I get to know kids in ways I never could through a well, maybe an hour and a half on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. And so at camp, um, you know, I see things that scare them you know (laughs) sometimes at night you know they're afraid of them at night and and so i get to pray with them uh through those things and so that's that's really one of the benefits of being at camp and as for a parent you know one of the things too is that in developing this bond and, and relationship with them is that i can sometimes see things that that they they haven't seen before in their their child and we're able to talk maybe after camp say hey have you thought about this yeah, you know, I back to what you said before about having a relationship with these kids. Um, right now, I have sixteen boys that are in my cabin with me and another leader, and some of these kids I've had a relationship with for a long time. And some of them, this is the first week that I've ever hung out with them outside of church. 
And I can tell you firsthand, like I 100% agree with everything that you've said. You know, a lot of parents, they look to us as the kids' pastors um, to really help lead their kids spiritually. You know, and part of the point of this podcast is to help parents feel confident so that they can lead their kid. Yeah. Um, but this really does give us an opportunity to grow closer to them, to get to know them and be able to pour into them. Yeah. And, you know, so one of the things I, I have noticed, too, is in his parents, you know, it's it's sometimes uh, being able to entrust other people to have their children's best interests at heart. Yeah. And, and and I recognize today it's not always easy to uh, have that trust in other individuals to do that. It can be terrifying, that. especially it, if you don't know leaders. Yeah, you don't know that. And, and I oftentimes tell first-time children's pastors at a church, it might take you two or three years for parents to really develop that trust with you. Yeah. And um, and I understand parents' uh, hesitation in that. And so what one of the things I tell tell parents is, you know, maybe you don't want to try the full week of camp, mm-hmm. you know, to send your child, but why not do like a kid's blast, which is a weekend event yeah you know and one night it's one night yeah. you know and so your, your child can develop i mean even in that one night that one weekend you can um one feel confident hey it's all one night right <laughs> they're gonna come back and your kids especially if they've never been away from home that uh, a smaller event like that is probably a, a better place to do that and even um you know some churches do uh a, a camp out or a lock lock in or things like that those types of events are probably precursors to a big event like camp right right where they're away off-site off-campus kind of thing yeah. away from yeah. home yeah mark so what are what are some of the intentions or things that that you've seen and you the goals that you want to accomplish uh, for kids so when we put on these events what are things that you as a director wanted to see happen in kids lives yeah so i i think we look at this camp. So kids have opportunities to go to all all kinds of things. Right. They can go to sports camps. They can um, they can attend a sporting events. They can be part of traveling teams. They can do all kinds of things. In they have so many choices today. You know, they can stay home and do e games if they want. Yeah, but all day, all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of choices that they have. And but our intention is that we have a place. We develop a program and we come aside other churches and develop a. Program program that um, emphasizes uh, boys and girls' spiritual development, that, that, we, that yeah. they would be introduced to a relationship with Christ. You know, and I recognize this as, as cabin leaders and as, as uh, camp leaders, even as pastors, even as parents for that matter, we're not going to be with them 24-7, but we can introduce them to, to Jesus who, who can um, be with them at all times, who can comfort them when, yeah. when, when things are, are, are bad or, or rejoice with them when, when things are going great. Mm-hmm. And so our number one thing is that we would introduce them to a relationship with Christ okay. and then <clears throat> give them maybe some tools and some tips and some ideas and how they can uh, live a Christian life um, amidst sometimes struggles, amidst sometimes opposition, that they can say, hey, I can live for Christ. Uh, and I have encouragement because there's other people that are like-minded like me that are doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. So, that, um, so I think... Salvation mm-hmm. that they that they would recognize that the that God has the Holy Spirit who wants to empower them to live the Christian life, yeah. and that they can even though they may be a child, they can have the same Holy Spirit that the that their parents have, mm-hmm. that their pastor has, right? You know that they can they can walk in the power that God has for them, and that they can, you know their their battles may be different. 
but they're no long, they're no less harder. Right. And so they can, right. they can face them with confidence that God, God is with them. And I think th- those are two things. And the other thing is that, that, that they're empowered to be able to share, um, their faith with their friends, uh, with extended family that, so, our goal would be like those those basic things that they'd find that they'd find Christ that they would be empowered to live the Christian life and that they'd be able to share that faith with others. Now, in the meantime, I want them to come to camp. I want them to have fun. Absolutely, because kids are. I mean, I, they're geared for fun. Right. I'm geared for fun. That's yeah. And it. That's what I, never want, I never want to be so old that I can, you know don't want to you know have fun. Right. And kids kids like to have fun, and quite honestly. When they're having fun, they're really open to what God has for them. Yeah, and exactly. so we we want to create this environment that if if all of the objectives that we have for them don't happen in a week weekend event, it's probably not going to happen all in a weekend event. It's going to be a series of events, a series of things that go that they go through through life. That as they continue on in that journey, that they're going to be developing that faith more and more. So it's kind of like the scripture says: it's line upon line. You know that they're just adding to their experiences and that. They're adding to the confidence that God is going to equip them for the next day. Yeah. Something that I've seen um, in my own experience as a kid who came to this camp. um, I came when I was in third grade for my first time and came all throughout middle school and high school. And then seen by leading and bringing kids here is that when kids are away from mom and dad, um, especially at Spencer Lake, especially at these kids blast um, or even like the ranger sleepovers at church and stuff, um, that, that the kids... They have to make for the. They have to make their own choice on whether or not they're going to own their faith. There's that mom and dad there to kind of tell them to go. Okay, go up and pray with me, or hey, stop goofing around. We got to attention or whatever. But that when it's service time and it's time for the altar, it's time to connect with God. They have to choose for themselves, and and for a lot of them, this is the moment where faith becomes real. That yeah. they're outside of their normal environment. And this is where they decide for themselves that I want a relationship with God. And I want to pursue that. Yeah. I know one of the things that's been interesting is we we hear from a lot of pastors, uh, missionaries. Um, those are the ones that we interact with most quite because of the nature of our ministry. But they almost all. Almost all of them come back to an experience that they had at camp as a kid or a yeah. teen that um, God called them at an altar that got, um, that they felt that God was calling them to ministry, and it's not just ministry; it's just God has called God is calling kids and, and people to all kinds of different things, whether it's a vocational ministry, whether they're working in the workplace, or whether they're working in, in for a, in a church or in a mission. We hear up to like 80% of those people have been called at camp. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an incredible statistic to know that, that, that's the impact that camp can have in a kid's life. And, you know, we look at it as maybe it's a one week in maybe a year or one week in maybe three years, depending on how often they come to camp. But, you know, it's our goal is to make it the most, the best week of their life. Yeah. Uh, but also more than, more than just that, that this is a week that, is, that everything we do is, is with intention. And quite honestly, you know, when we play games, we have activities, the intention is, is relationships. Yes. You know? And so that... It, when we when we recognize when we can create a an environment where they can connect with God that God's going to speak to them we have confidence that God's going to speak with to them you know and 
sometimes, you know, for parents, what I tell parents is this, is sometimes it takes somebody that loves God, just like you love God, saying the same thing you're saying, but it's just another person, another voice reinforcing yes. what you're saying at home. And it helps the parents to have like legitimacy with their kid and say, whoa, mom and dad have been saying that to me. I should yeah. really listen. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, and I hear parents say, I told them that already, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I know, it just took somebody else to say the same yep. exact thing. In a thing. completely different environment. And yep. I have that with my own kid. You know, yeah. they have the same experience where they're, you know, I, I like I told them that their whole life. Now they're saying, "Oh, Dad, did you know this, man?" <laughs> yes, I told you a hundred times, kid. Yes, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. sometimes it's we're just reinf- we want to reinforce what the parents are um, praying for their kids. You know, I have uh, I one of the one of the great things that happened a few years ago for me is a, a parent uh, a girl got called here at camp to, to missions cool. and um, the the parent was at home and she was in we she, we called the mom because the, the girl wanted to talk to her mom about being called into missions and the mom just explained how she's been at home praying oh, while man. she's been at camp that God would touch her That's so and cool. yeah and it was just incredible just to hear their relationship back and forth how the mom's been at home praying while she's at camp yeah. and that, that and God did what she had been asked to do asked to have happen in her life that was pretty cool that is great I mean that's that's what it's about, and that's just one story. I mean, there, we, there's uh, every week is an, you know another story about very same magnitude of, of people yeah. that encounter God um, because they came to camp. You know, and I realize that for parents, it's an investment sometimes. You know, yeah. And uh, as a church, we're very mindful that you know, hey, these things cost our families money. Mm-hmm. And so, one of, there's a couple of things I always look at that as one is I don't want to make it too expensive that parents can't afford it, but I also want to re- to realize that. Um, you know, they paid money to send their kids to a place and they have certain expectations that, hey, we're going to take care of their kids. It's right. going to be a safe environment. You know, we spent a lot of time just saying, how do we make this as safe an yes. environment as possible? Yeah. And then how do we kind of fulfill the expectations of our churches and of our parents that this is going to be a place that is going to be special to them because God is going to invade their life. Right. And so that's kind of... As a parent, I want to be reassured of that as well. That you know, hey, if I'm going to spend my money and, and send That's my well kids, spent. it's well spent. It's exactly. great quality. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever told you this, Mark, but it was at Spencer Lake when I was in third grade, where I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it was a night service. I remember sitting right in the middle, praying out loud to God, and and I received it. Yeah, so, I was probably there at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably a counselor there. Yeah. Love Spencer Lake, and I love that we get to do these with our kids. Yeah. And so, and it doesn't have to be just at Spencer Lake. You know, I mean, churches have all kinds of activities. They have VBSs, and, yeah. and, and uh, you know, I, I think as a parent, I mean, sometimes it, it, it if you look at the whole year and say, you know, you plan out things like how how am I going to make my child a better athlete, and so they sp- they pick a camp for that. And and yeah. um, uh, my my daughter's in music; she loves music, and she does great at music. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're looking at camps for teaching her music and um, different experiences, orchestras that she can go to and participate in, and things yeah. like that. And, and I do the same thing with my in the spiritual life of my kids. You know, what types of environments can I, can I send my kids to that will reinforce 
reinforce their faith. They'll make them stronger in their faith. And so as a parent, sometimes at the beginning of the year, you kind of say, you know, what are we going to do as a family that's going to um, bolster our faith? Yeah, you know? and, so good. And sometimes sometimes it's the things that the church are, is is providing. And then there's things that you as a family, they can search out and say, hey, maybe we could do a family missions trip yeah, you know, and, and serve at a place together side by side. Yeah. And another thing I really like is when parents say, hey, maybe I could be my uh, kid's cabin leader. <laughs> at camp, yeah. <laughs> at camp. And that's even a special, more special in some, in some regards that you get to be there when your child makes a profession of faith in Christ. You get to be there yes. when, when they memorize all, you, you didn't realize, you don't realize how many scriptures your kids can memorize memorize until you come to camp like wow they memorized all that yeah yeah sometimes they know more than we do <laughs> yeah yeah they can so they definitely can out memorize me i can guarantee you that but yeah. but as a parent you know sometimes being being able to come alongside the church and say hey can i be a cabin leader and that's a whole new thing and uh i love what you said i mean that's it's all about being intentional yeah and then if you want to be a successful parent everything has to be intentional yeah. but if you want to be successful you have to work at it if you just fluff off then It'll just yeah. the kid will just fluff off. Yeah, and, and if if you don't plan for that, those things in your life, you're, you're, other things are going to invade your time. I mean, there 100%. are all kinds of things that are come your way. There's going to be dozens of offers coming your way, saying, "Hey, come do this, come do that." Yeah. And then unless you're intentional, saying these are the plans that we have for our family and our time, you know. Um, I, I can promise you this, that at, at Spencer Lake, at our kids' camps, you know, we're going to uh, work with our churches so that this is reflective of what they want to see happen in the life of their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so something, Mark, that sometimes I hear from parents um, is that they don't want to send their kids to these these cool events, the super fun, best week of their life type events, because the kid hasn't been acting very well at home. They haven't been behaving well. So they use this as a punishment. And every time I hear that, oh, it just breaks my heart because this is the place where God's going to grab a hold of their heart. And so when I hear them saying that they don't get to go to this kid's event because they've been naughty, it feels like it's counterproductive. Like this is what they need in their life to yeah. help them change their life. Can you talk to that a little yeah. bit? So just today, probably hour and a half ago I'm in in my office here at camp and outside my window I hear a young boy you say some words that he probably shouldn't say <laughs> and uh, someone said did I hear what I just heard and I said yeah I think we did and I said I'm sure glad they're here yes I'm yes. sure glad they're here because this is an opportunity for yes. us to speak into their life and and let them know that there's a better way to live and, yeah. a, and a better way to speak to one another right and uh, so for parents I say you know Try to, if, the, if you're going to punish your children or take away a privilege or something like that, uh, try not to make it an opportunity where God can speak into their life. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of what I, my whole goal in that is to say, you know, if I think that there's a chance that God's going to get a hold of their heart, I'm not going to withhold that from them. And, and the scripture talks about that is don't withhold any good thing from your kids. Yeah. And, and, so I'm not going to withhold those good things. Now I might withhold, you know, a treat, right? Video uh, games, video games, and yeah. things like that. A you know, sports activity. Yeah, I might, re I might withhold some of those types of things. But when I think that there's a third party, like God, mm -hmm. that can speak into their life, yeah. I'm not going to withhold that. Yeah. And so, I just. Was thinking about that today when that when that young boy walked past my window. I said, "I'm sure glad he's here." Oh, what a great and, example. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Mark. Last thing I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, kind of get your advice. 
What about the parents that maybe this is their oldest child? They've never sent a kid that never sent a kid away to somewhere else besides with family, and they're nervous to send their kid to some church event. What wisdom or advice would you give them? Well, first, talk to other parents that have sent their kids. And I think the best testimony of that is to you know talk to your children's pastor, talk to your youth pastor, and say, "Hey, can you tell, guide me to some other parents that have sent the kids, and maybe get some advice on that." Um, I would also say, you know, maybe visit the place that they're going if if you're really nervous. Mm -hmm. I love showing parents around and talking to them. But I think the biggest thing is you have people that you trust, people that you love and that you know that have uh, that go to the church or um, that you can talk to. And and they can probably give you the best best advice. Um, And. if you're ultimately really that nervous, come with them. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out a way to make it happen. They, yeah, and yeah, you know, I used to some of the some people that um, what I would often do is invite parents to come with me, especially to like kids' class. It's a one night event, mm-hmm. and those people recognize they really liked working with kids. Yeah, and those were they ended up being some of my best leaders down the road. So I oftentimes I wouldn't let my regular leaders come with me to to kids blast or yeah. something like a one night event. Sure. I'd, I'd pick new people that were, and I'd have a few veterans, but I pick a lot yeah. of new people, and um, because one they need the experience of what it's like for their for kids to get away, and and so uh, sometimes going with them. But if you if you have a friend that you trust, talk to them and, and you know ask a lot of questions. Yeah, and cover all the bases. There's there's no bad questions, you know, and probably you probably have heard many of them. You know, oh, they're yeah. going to ask you over and over again, but I'm never tired to to answer those questions. No, because um, we totally understand what yeah. it's like for us to send our kids away at these things. Yeah. To not be there with them. And the other, other piece of advice I would say is this, is try not to send your child alone without a friend. Yeah. You know, yeah. um. It, so if they can have a friend to share that experience with, that's all the better. So especially like if you're new in the church mm-hmm. and your child hasn't developed any new friends, you know, maybe they have a friend from school that could go with them. That would be that would be a great experience for them. Uh, but if they have another friend in the church, you know, hey, pair up with them. So I, I would definitely, I would de- not want to send my child alone. I'd want them to pair up with someone. And these events are probably the best way for kids to make really deep friendships because they're spending all day together and doing really fun things together. Yeah. And so even if they don't have somebody that they've already connected with, this is a super easy way to make friends. Yeah. Friendships that can last a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know my kids have been coming to camp uh, actually since they were been born. <laughs> oh, sure. Come <laughs> yeah. with you and stuff. They come yeah. with me and stuff. But 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 now they're still coming to camp. My yeah. daughter spent her – well, she'll, she's going to come to camp one more year next year as a camper. Mm-hmm. And my son comes back and helps at camp. Yeah. But um, – but they they would often I often bring friends from from school with them. I mean, there was probably not a summer that they didn't bring a friend that mm-hmm. they had developed at school to, cool. to come experience camp with them. And and those friendships, I mean, they last a long time because they're not only they only develop those friendships at camp, but but they have them at school too. So yeah, that's been cool. One piece of advice that I give to some nervous parents is that these events are good for for the kids because of all the stuff that we've already talked about. But it's also good for parents because it's part of the process of, of helping your kid to become their own person. Yeah. And that there's no safer place to send your kid than to a church event, you know, where they're going to be learning and growing closer to God. And it gives you that opportunity to start to begin the process of separating and, and letting them kind of be their own person. 
Yeah. And so that's that's a good piece of advice. So one of the things I do tell parents, too, is you may come to one or two, but don't come to every camp. <laughs> right. Especially as they get older. Yeah. They don't want us to come. We want to let them go. We want to let them experience it by themselves. You know, we might think, well, it's fun for me, too. But, yeah, yeah you want to let them go and, and have fun and experience it, experience it for themselves. And so um, I would say don't come to everything because <laughs> yeah. they, they need that time. They need to, that space. They need some space. Yeah. And, and Quite honestly, sometimes we do too. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of parents I know. Both their kids are here at camp, and they're enjoying a week free of kids, totally together time, and yeah, loving it. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes we need that, and um, camp is a safe place to do that and experience yeah. that. Well, we love having these fun opportunities for kids to get away and do these incredible experiences that they wouldn't get to do anywhere else. So, Mark, thank you so much for sharing some wisdom and advice with us. Uh, with there's parents, really appreciate you, Mark. Well, thank you, I, Josh. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the. I appreciate you doing this, you know, and providing a resource and tool for parents. And you know, my prayer for them is that as they disciple their children, as they um, come come alongside what God is doing in their lives, that uh, that partnership with the church is uh, it grows, and, and that they're confident that they become confident parents, and that they feel equipped for what God is doing in their life and in, the, in their kids' lives, and that you know the. Bible tells us that we have no greater joy than to see our children walk in the truth. And, and that's really my prayer for my kids is that they would walk in the truth. And when I know that they're walking the truth, I have no greater joy. And so it, we can only do that with confidence, knowing that God has called us to equip them and he's going to equip us to do it in his way, in his time. That's right. As a parent, God has trusted you with your kid, and uh, we want to help you feel confident in raising them to love Jesus. And so we hope that our conversation today has inspired you and helped you feel confident in sending your kids to these events, these activities at church, and that when the next event comes up, you'll be the first one to sign up because you're pumped up, excited to take your kids, and for God to do great things in their life. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you. Today, we hope you feel more confident in your role as a parent and that your family's best days are ahead. Subscribe right now so that you'll always be the first to hear new content from the Confident Parent Podcast. And if you're excited about this, please let somebody know. You can send them a text right now about it. Our podcast will grow as you rate and review. So as episodes come out, please share with the world what you think. Oak Creek Assembly of God is a church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And if you live anywhere in the Milwaukee area, we invite you to come join us on our Sunday morning services at 8 and 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're all in when it comes to kids, and we know that your kid's going to love it. Hope to see you here soon. There's no perfect way to parent, and all of us are trying to figure out how to do this. We're praying for you and believing that the best is yet to come for your family.